Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, November 6th, 2020. We made it through the week. Uh, Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms, which is uh, probably the busiest day of the week so far. Plus, of course, a look at the new things to watch this weekend in the FSS feed. And since it's Friday, it's also time for a toast with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Now over to Hollywood. where the December box office has really begun to fall apart, as Disney has now pulled both of their movies, Death on the Nile and the Ryan Reynolds movie Free Guy, off of their respective December 18th and 11th release dates. So all the attention now definitely shifts to Wonder Woman at Christmas, as everything else still on the schedule in December is from Universal Pictures that has the revenue-sharing thing with AMC theaters set up. And while we're at Disney, they also laid off 50 of their employees in their film marketing group and theatrical division, and six employees at Searchlight, according to Deadline. They also eliminated several hundred other open positions as well. This after cutting over 500 positions over at ESPN yesterday. Over at Lionsgate, they're cutting 15% or 70 people from their motion picture group. Their revenue was down 20% in the third quarter compared to last year, and they had a net loss of 18 million bucks. But Lionsgate also owns Stars, which also provides much of their valuation. And thankfully, they added 1.8 million Stars streaming subscribers from July through September. So Stars now has 9.2 million subscribers via streaming. Over in TV ratings, CNN topped Fox News on election night, part deux, on Wednesday night with 7.1 million viewers. Fox News dropped from 13.7 million on election night to 6.3 million on night two. CNN also had the youngest median age viewer amongst all the major broadcast and cable TV news networks at 53 years old. Over at The Tonight Show, Rebecca Drysdale has left her role as head writer after just six months in the position. The show, of course, changed up their showrunner earlier in the week as well. And a little bit of casting to finish up with, uh, William Jackson Harper from The Good Place is going to take over the lead role in season two of Love Life on HBO Max, according to Deadline. Now over to the media biz. Where third quarter earnings call season continues. So, uh, yep, a lot more numbers coming your way. And if that's not for you, just uh, fast forward about 90 seconds. But for those inclined, we'll start off with Roku, who added 3 million customers from July through September to hit 46 million total. That's up 16 million from just one year ago for 50% growth. And the Wall Street Journal now has 2.35 million paying digital subscribers. That's up about 100,000 in the third quarter and still roughly only half of the number of New York Times subscribers. And about 700,000 people still pay for the print version of the Wall Street Journal. But the one thing the journal does have in common with the Times is an advertising problem. WSJ's advertising revenue dropped 45% versus this time a year ago. And over at Viacom, Showtime and CBS All Access added 1.7 million subscribers in the third quarter. Viacom doesn't break out subscribers between the two services, so uh, no one's feelings get hurt. The two services now have 17.9 million subscribers between the two of them. Viacom's free TV streaming service, Pluto, now has 28.4 million users per month. That's up 57% from this time last year. In the free TV streaming space, Pluto is still behind Fox's Tubi service, but ahead of Comcast's Zumo service. Man, these guys in the names. Uh, So Pluto now takes second place in the free ad-supported TV streaming service world. Over in Viacom's cable networks, from MTV to BET and such, advertising revenue was down 11%, but uh, over at the printed word, things are going great. Revenue at their Simon & Schuster book division that Viacom is still looking to sell off was up 29% in the third quarter, thanks to books from Bob Woodward and Mary Trump.
Okay, numbers are done. Here's the FSS feed. A look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. At movie theaters, we do have one new entry. Focus Features gives us Let Him Go with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. That got some uh, pretty positive reviews. Over on the streaming services, uh, not much happening on any of them. Well, that's new. Now what do we do? Well, over on the TV, at least, uh, Pac-12 football returns tomorrow, including Stanford versus Oregon on ESPN at 7.30. And then we'll see what Dave Chappelle has to say on SNL with Foo Fighters providing the tunes. On Sunday, Nat Geo has a documentary called Rebuilding Paradise, directed by Ron Howard. It centers on the Paradise, California campfires on the second anniversary of the tragedy. Over at CBS, they have a new 60 Minutes, followed by the return of two NCISs. They're the ones uh, set in cities, not the original one. That one needs two more weeks because, well, it's older. And as it is Friday, my one ask of you, dear listener, is to share the podcast with a coworker or uh, somebody you do business with. Or as I'm now calling it, please join my exclusive referral program where the perks are, uh, well, they're coming. But any word of mouth you can give to the free podcast is greatly appreciated. And let's go out today with the chill vibes of another track from Cosmos Midnight off of their new album, Yesteryear. The Spotify link is in the episode notes. And uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody, especially those of you in Georgia and Pennsylvania. And I'll uh, see you on Monday. Okay.